Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Dell Technologies Technical Series uh, with TD Synex. My name is Rick McAvoy. I'm one of the technical pre-sales consultants here at TD Synex. And I'm joined today uh, by Mark Russell from SCC. Uh, hopefully going to cover off a little bit of detail around uh, the benefits for one of our, our partners, such as SCC and using distribution and the value add that I suppose they get from using and partnering with TD Synex. But just to set the scene, I've been, I've been thinking a little bit recently. Uh, music's quite a big thing in my life. And something happened a couple of weeks ago where a new album came out and it was very much not my kind of thing at all. So music that doesn't sound like anything I would ever listen to, but I can't stop listening to it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Mark, just to get a little glimpse behind the curtain of who you are as a person and what you like and what you maybe wouldn't expect to like. Have you ever heard an album that you can't explain why you like, but you like it anyway? Firstly, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have I ever heard an album other than whale music, right? Other than whale music. I mean, that's... Whale music goes standard. Standard, yeah. Um, <laughs> stalling now I'm stalling um, so I've got two grown up kids um, and my youngest I remember taking out on a driving lesson and he asked if he could listen to music and he put one of his CDs in and it was horrific <laughs> but it made the journey easier um I want to say Blink 42 or something like that. Blink 182. That's the one. There See, you go. It really resonated with me well. But, <laughs> um, one, it wasn't the right music for a driving lesson. <laughs> but it calmed me down because I was focusing on something else rather than this you know, <laughs> dreadful driving. So I'm going to have to go down that route, I'm afraid. That's, that's a very decent answer. I, I, I like that. Uh, better than mine because I've got no explanation for mine. It's just that new Arctic Monkeys album that sounds like a cross between a lounge singer and some kind of, I don't know, 70s porn soundtrack. Um, it's phenomenal. I can't stop listening to it, and I don't know why. Anyway. I think you've sold it to me on the <laughs> Anyway, thanks for coming in today, Mark. Um, just wondered if you could give us a little bit of background about yourself, what you do, and, and how long you've been doing it, really. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so my name's Mark Russell. Um, I am the Dell Technologies Alliance Manager for SCC. Um, I've worked in the channel for 20 years, <laughs> um, varying degrees, um, working with many tier one vendors. Um, but for the last nine years, in, in my last two roles, I've been aligned to Dell Technologies, um, prior to that EMC, but Dell Technologies for the sake of branding. Um, so yeah, it's... Um, it's, it's an organization that, that you know, it's, it's kind of close to me. The work that we do together is, um, is, is good, good technologies. But, um, so that's where I've been. That's what I've done. Um, Bay Channel focused. Excellent. And, you know, I'm not sure whether I should directly be asking this question, but experience of distribution, Mark. <laughs> um, now, that's something I would imagine is a fairly strong point of yours. Yes, so prior to my current role, um, 
I worked for another distributor for 14 years, um, of which, as I say, eight of those was, was work at Dell Technologies. So distribution is really close to my heart. Um, I do see and work with distribution as you know an extension to my business unit wherever I am um, in the same way that when I was in distribution I saw a channel partner as, as part of our virtual team so um, yeah absolutely see the, the strengths um, positives in, in distribution and, and work very closely. So having seen both sides of that what to you would would you say makes a, a good distribution partner then? I think distribution's got a number of different personas um, and I think each have got a place in, in the channel. I think when you look at when you look at um, a broadline distributor where particularly in current climate where we've got constraints and yeah. things like that, I, I absolutely see where broadline distribution fits and supports in, in that um, deliverable of, of goods. Um, but value add, I think, is is really important. Um, I think we, when we work together and we work as one entity and we chase the same goals and we try to achieve the same outcomes, then we're a much stronger force together. Yeah. Um, too often, both in past and current, um, you know, you, you see partners that or partners that probably bring distribution in too late. Um, I'm a firm believer in, you know, you plan together yeah. and try party planning is, is what makes everyone successful. Yeah, I think we had that in the episode we did with Amy Brady. And, uh, she very much sees it in the same way. You know, you've, you've got us, the partner and Al, yeah. all working together and it's just a much smoother journey if you're all on the same page um so you've got eight nine years of of dell emc or dell technologies experience behind you what would you say i suppose i'm wanting to say what challenges have you had or what have you historically struggled with but i think if we look at it from a different way you'd have you'd have seen especially over the last five or six years probably quite a change in the way that Dell addresses the channel. Would that be fair? Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um, I think, as I said, I, I originally came from the EMC side. Um, and I think in those days, EMC put a lot of effort into becoming a channel-friendly organization. And, and I think it's publicly known that you know Dell probably weren't necessarily that way inclined. Um, but they've shaped their business from the top um, to address that situation. And, and certainly now, when you look at and, and, and attend events and they talk about channel versus direct models, you know, the, the pendulum has swung very much in favor of, of channel now. And, you know, the, the channel business is much stronger. Um, I think there's still a place for direct business. You've just got to let that happen um, because I think the addressable market in the channel is still so strong that you know there's enough there for everyone to win, um, and the portfolio is vast. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I often say to people that you know 
they'll strength is their portfolio. Sometimes it's their weakness as well. <laughs> but um, you know, when when you're talking about the um, the go to market, predominantly their portfolio now sits as a, a channel friendly. Yeah, and that's. Direction. I think when you look at what's happened with with other vendors, it's, it is such a strong selling point for. Dell Technologies as a whole, that you've got that end-to-end, not necessarily cradle to grave, but you know, you know, office fit out through to data center and all points in between on that portfolio. There's not really anyone else like that out uh, there. No, Dell's focus, you know, they, you speak to many people and they talk about edge to core to cloud. And I think, you know, if you can dissect each of those areas and be successful in each of those areas, don't really need to be looking elsewhere. No. Um, you've just got to balance the arrogance and make sure that people <laughs> realize that, you know, that is there and, and, and that the, the solutions sit in, in each of those pillars. Yeah. And that's quite an interesting point. I, uh, you were just made about the direct sales force or the direct sales model. Mm-hmm. So back in a previous life, um, I'm coming up to 20 years in the channel myself, uh, which, you know, feel free to step in and say, ah, oh, don't believe that, Rick, you don't look old enough. Um, I just noticed nothing like that was said. Um, I remember it used to be one of our attack lines against Dell was the direct relationships. And the numbers that we're seeing from Dell nowadays in terms of market share split between direct and indirect or direct and channel are very similar to the numbers that this vendor I used to work for were sharing with us internally that, you know, this is why we're so channel focused and such a great, a great partner for resellers and disties. And like you say, that direct business is is always going to be there, even in, in any vendor that you speak to who has any form of global presence, they're going to have direct business. It's just making sure that we get the most of the addressable market through the channel. I think it works in both ways as well. Um, I think your points are absolutely correct, other than your age part. But, <laughs> um, I think the the direct selling model is... The sales force that are outside now with Dell that are hitting the streets on a day-to-day basis talking to their customers are starting to recognize the, the value that the channel can bring to them as well. So I think we have to be mindful of the fact that you know, Dell has the capability to be 100% channel, right? should they wish. And we, if we engage at an early enough level and show value, and I think that's the really important thing, if if we knocked on the door of Dell and said, you know, we've looked on the yellow pages, that still exists, right? And, and we recognize this partner out, or customer out there that's two doors down from us, so therefore we've got a strong relationship. You're not, they're not going to entertain you. Um, and, but if you can go in and you can show value that you're selling solutions already in there, that you recognize there's an opportunity for some storage or there's some opportunity for some compute. Um, or you can build out a message together, um, then I think you'd be welcomed in with open arms. Um, because that's basically you're being then used as an enabler for that individual, particularly in the acquisition space. Yeah. You know, acquisition and channel should go hand in hand. 
because you're doubling up on that sales force. Well, exactly. More feet on the streets, as yeah. it were. So what would you say um, would be the, the benefits that you see at SCC as a titanium black partner of Dell's um, having a partnership with TD Synex? I think when, when it comes to, you know, as, as I mentioned, as being that titanium black partner, given, you know, the, the kudos that we get for that, the, the investment that we make in that, um, doesn't necessarily mean to say that we can do everything. Um, you know, our, our quote function, our purchasing functions work really closely together um, because there's a need for some pre-sales activities. There's some need for some little bit of marketing. Um, you know, probably not as much as, as there could be um, because, you know, we have that back to, we have a direct relationship to yeah. be able to deliver that and, and the funding is, is managed. But um, for me, where we do take the support from, from TD is, um, is through enablement. It's through your technical capabilities. It's through locations like we're sat in today um, in your... Oh, the Business Solution Center that I probably should have flagged up we were in earlier. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, the coffees that you provide. <laughs> um, but, you know, these are, these are values that um, I think are really supportive of, of the partnership. Um, you know, if, if, if we look at them individually and we look at the enablement piece... You know, the business development function that you have, you know, allows us, we, we have offices, you know, the length and breadth of the UK um, that, that sit inside my business unit. Um, and, and to be able to have some business development resource that can allow some visibility in an office means that I don't have to travel from <laughs> Bracknell to Manchester to Livingston to... Newcastle to Leeds to Bristol, you know, it's, yeah. we, we can play that out. And I think, um, again, when, when our BDM goes in, into an office, he's seen as a face of Dell, um, under the covers. I know that obviously it's tech data that they're doing it. And, you know, he doesn't go in say he's not tech data. You know, yeah. Steve Parkinson's a great guy. He's offering a Dell service, yeah. um, on behalf of tech data. And I think that, uh, sales enablement is really key. Yeah. Technical enablement, your technical capabilities. I'm looking at you smiling because <laughs> that's your bag, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we have we have pre-sales, post-sales functions inside SCC. Um, and, you know, these guys, as I'm sure you're aware, as, as would be the same for yourselves, you know, they're, they're resources that aren't always readily available because, you know, you sit on a bench or you sit there waiting and, and you know we've got multiple vendors that they work on as well so to be able to leverage your te technical capabilities to help us in building solutions to our customers um, to respond to tenders um, you know a lot of what we do is is in that storage space in the enterprise space um, there are some complex solutions um, and and you're very supportive of that you know, the, the solution center that we're sat in now allows us that capability to bring our mutual customers in yeah. to look at the, t look at the, um, the kit, look at the, the solutions, um, 
to build solutions together, to work in conjunction with other sort of like tier one vendors or, or software vendors, security vendors, or anything like that, and, and bring it all together. Um, so yeah, it's just that value add, you know, is, is really what we get from humans. Fine. Probably couldn't have scripted that better. So thanks for that, Mark. Um, but I think it's making some really good points and ones that we don't necessarily emphasize so much. So yeah, we've, we, we do have all of those value add pieces, but I think it's, it's best to recognize them as integrating where you need them, accentuating, you know, not necessarily a skills gap, but a temporary skills shortage maybe. You know what? We need some help on this instance from this area. Absolutely. It's complementary skills. Yeah. Um, and they're undervalued often. So for me, you know, they're, they're the areas that help make the deals. Yeah. Excellent. Um, well, that's enough talking about how amazing TD Synex are, but, you know, unless you want to carry on, you know, I'm more than open to that. But <laughs> um, where would you see, because, because your role within SCC, you cover the whole of Dell Technologies, right, from you know, edge to core to cloud to client, everything. But where do you, where do you see that the largest area of growth potentially, sort of short to midterm in that massive portfolio of products? For me personally, um, you know, SCC has seen significant growth in, in storage, um, enterprise storage, uh, mid-range storage um, you know if, if, if I look back that's absolutely where you know that's where our customers sit in that space if I look forward and think well you know in, in the current economy that we're in the climate that we're in um, you know where where do I see us moving forward and how do we move that needle as we come you know we've now just entered Dell's Q4 um, I've just entered my H2, so we close out at the end of March. So for me, what's going what's gonna to shift things in the next six months? You know, cybersecurity is massive. You know, the, you, you, speak to, you speak to Dell, you read it in the, the news, you read it in the papers, you read some of the stuff the competition are putting out there, you know, emphasizes that this is a market that we need to address. Um, and the solutions that we've got as, in our portfolio to do that um, when it comes to you know, cyber resilience, data protection, um, I see that as being a real continued focus. It's not new, you know. It's it's been Dell. Dell will tell you they've seen significant growth in there. Yeah. Um, I think for us as as an organisation, you know, we'll certainly be paying a lot of attention towards um, working that to a. Working that forwards um, to make sure that we're seen as that that go-to partner that can support in that yeah. space. I mean, that's I suppose that's the the double-edged sword in some ways of the uh, the breadth of Dell's portfolio. Just to you know, clue everyone in, and you know, I'm not looking for sympathy, but if anyone wants to give me sympathy, I'm willing to accept it. I'm currently working towards uh, a technical architect accreditation on Dell's data protection solutions. Um, so there's about 13 or 14 different products in there, right? So even within that 
one section of the portfolio there's a vast array of options who each do slightly different things in slightly different ways so from my perspective it's really interesting to see how they all line up together how some have strengths in certain areas and and there is no one size fits all solution you know you can go for the full uh, cyber resilience platform cyber recovery solution the all singing all dancing belts and braces job but that won't be for everyone you know what some people some tape libraries are probably going to be what they need yeah um so even within that area it's still a massive portfolio to know and understand and i think that's where we can really help out working with partners like yourselves who see the value in that area but you know that's we both sit here you know we you know the audience listening we all know somebody at some point that has driven around you know from his office to his home and in his glove box and his car's been the previous night's backup right that's that just doesn't work right you can't you can't do that these days yeah i'm sure we haven't done that for a number of years but you know I start to where, look back to where I started in this industry, um, you know, and one, I used to spend a Friday night, you know, my shift started at 6 p.m. and I'd be there for 12 hours and I'd be changing reel-to-reel tape drivers on a, an, you know, an IBM AS400, um, you know, and then you progress and suddenly you get the cartridges that people can then take and keep off site. That was their disaster recovery in those days. Yeah, um, yeah no more. <laughs> no more. So when, we, when we're looking at that cyber resilience or DPS uh, portfolio, which, which one of the products having, you know, I've just sat here and said, oh, there's no one size fits all and everything's unique and, and kind of has its own use cases, which if you had to pick out one of these solutions within that portfolio that you maybe see as something different that wasn't there before, that's going to really be key to to growing in that area, even if it's just from a a marketing perspective, you know, going out and saying, oh, look at this, this is pretty cool, and getting people's attention to the broader portfolio. Which one would you say is? I think you've got to look at where your door openers are. I think you've got to look at... Um, not every organization is going to go belts and braces to, to coin your phrase and, and look for the top end solution you know so you know where the you know the idpa units come in that are, you know that affordable price that show the value that can then be built upon and expanded out um and allow our customers to shape their strategy on dell technologies you know i think that's where people are starting to look um, you can clearly take a shift and you can you raise, raise the bar a little bit um, but for me you know Power Protect sits up there as you know industry standard um, you know that all purpose yeah. backup appliance that, that ticks everyone's boxes for recovery point objectives time objectives and, and everything else that you know, we, we can throw at it, but that's where I think we'll see, um, yeah, the, the support in what we're trying to achieve, air gaps and yeah, 
mutability and I can throw all the other words that are in the dictionary, you know, the, 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 the DPS dictionary, but yeah, yeah that, that's where we're talking. Right? There's lo- lots of eyes in there. <laughs> lots of eyes. Um, well, funny you should mention the uh, IDPA. We actually do have a DP4400 sat just around the corner from us in the, here in the BSC. So if anyone wants to know what Mark's talking about, give us a shout. Um, now, I did want to close just by sort of getting your opinion on, on where you see the value add that we provide facilitating your growth in the future. But I think that's been kind of the main theme running through this whole conversation, right? So I don't want to flog a dead horse. Um, I think I think you summarise it summarise it in two words, right? It's that virtual teaming. Yeah. Um, it's it's working together. Excellent. And on, on that note, I think uh, I'm gonna gonna finish things up. So thank you very much again, Mark. Thanks for coming in, giving us your time. And in the meantime, if if anyone out there who is listening would like to know more about how to uh, create their own virtual team with TD Synex, just reach out. Any opportunities that you want to discuss, just reach out to your internal sales team at TD Synex or your BDM or your FSC, whoever. Just give us a shout and we'll help you out where we can. And uh, yeah, I hope to speak to you all soon. Take care. Bye.